I'd like to thank the Lord for allowing me to be here and my family to be here and all of you to be here for another Sabbath day. We're so thankful that he's blessed us. He's been with us over the course of the week. He's allowed us to go out and then to come back in safely and now come together, to gather together here uh, in this holy conversation, congregation on his Sabbath day. Uh, I thank the Lord for our church here uh, that indeed we do strive to be after the seed of the woman that is in Revelations 12 and 17, that remnant that keep the commandments of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ. And that we also work to be that church that is on the top of the mountain that is talked about in the book of Isaiah and also Micah. And this is symbolic on the top of the mountain, lift up from the themes of the world, the churches of the world, the Sunday churches, the first day churches where God's people can come and be fed that word that God first gave Moses and the prophets and later our Lord and Savior came and edified that word when he said he came not to change the law of the prophets but to fulfill because not one jot nor two of the law shall change until all be fulfilled. And also, I want to say to you and all of you that are listening on the internet that we are a Sabbath-keeping church. Not only that which pertains to the fourth commandment, but we keep those Sabbath days, those feast days that were established by God. It is a part of our heritage, and it truly makes us a seed of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob as we aspire to be that church, that first true church, that will follow Christ wherever he goes. And so, again, I'm very happy to be here. I have the opportunity to talk about uh, the topic of being born again. Because truly, you do indeed have to be born again. Born of both the water and the spirit before you can enter into salvation. This flesh, this body cannot inherit eternal life. And so, indeed, we must bury that old man. We must rise and walk in the newness of life. And so, you must be baptized. Please, don't allow anyone to convince you that you don't have to be baptized. You must be baptized, as we all know in the scriptures, this is one of the first works that our Lord and Savior did perform. He was baptized. All right. Thinking of this topic, I'm going to tell you, I thought first of the book of John and the leader, Nicodemus. As you all know, he was a, a Pharisee, a leader in Israel, and he sought out a meeting privately with Christ. Let me read for you. Those scriptures. I believe that's found in, in the book of John, uh, chapter 3, and I'm going to read, uh, I'm going to read verses 1 to 6. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God. 
For no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. All right? Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. So as I just told you, as I just said, these bodies that we have now cannot enter into the kingdom of heaven. They have to indeed be born again. Now, let me, before I go into that in detail, talk about John the Baptist. You recall that John the Baptist was baptizing people, telling them to repent because the kingdom of heaven was nigh at hand. And when Lord Jesus came to him to be baptized, you know, John marveled and sort of said, well, I have need to be baptized of thee. But Christ said, let this be done to fulfill all righteousness. Because John did say in the word, he said, there is one that cometh after me, who is preferred before me, and he shall baptize you with what? The Holy Ghost and fire. And indeed, that is the baptism that we need to be able to enter into salvation. We have to indeed bury the old man and rise up in the newness of life. And so, as Christ has said, that which is born of the flesh is born of the flesh. This, this flesh cannot enter into the kingdom of heaven. And we know that the flesh drives against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. Now, what are the things of the flesh, the works of the flesh, that we have to overcome? Wrath, anger, envy, jealousy, variance, adultery, fornication, and defiling our temples. These things are corrupt. They do corrupt the body, and they cannot enter to the kingdom of heaven. And so, for a man to get into the kingdom of heaven, he has to be transformed. He has become like Jesus Christ. To be born again. This is first that physical baptism that you must undergo. Again, you must be baptized. You and your family should be baptized. You should do what Christ said. Go down in that water and then rise in the newness of life. And then embrace the things of the Spirit. And what are the virtues of the Spirit? Love, joy, peace, patience, long-suffering. These are all of the attributes that our Lord and Savior Jesus had when he walked this earth. And if we are to indeed be followers of him, to walk in the Spirit, because what did the Lord say? He said that we... The true worshipers walk in spirit and in truth. 
And so this is how we must walk. And so to walk in the spirit and defeat the things of the flesh, we have to take on these attributes. And this brings sin to an end in our life. Remember, as they called the Lord's the, the Last Supper, remember what God told the disciples? He said, take ye, this is my body, this is my blood. This is for the remission of sin. That brings sin to an end in your life. He also said, be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father in heaven is perfect. God wouldn't tell you to be perfect if you couldn't do it. But by walking in the Spirit, walking in the virtues of Jesus Christ, those fruits of the Spirit, you can indeed become perfect. Now, let's read about the flesh. Because I want to emphasize to all of you that you cannot please God in the flesh. The carnal mind is enmity with God. Let me go to the book of Romans. This is Romans 8, and I'm going to begin reading with verse 5. It says, For they that are after the, the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. But they that are after the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. Again, what are the things of the flesh? And the Lord told us. He, he told us, Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. What's in the world of lust? Of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. He said that you cannot serve God and man. And so you distinguish yourselves as a servant of God by taking hold of the things of the Spirit. It goes on to say here, listen, it says, For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Those peace, a virtue of Jesus, because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. And as I said before, the flesh strives against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. And so it says, so then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. You can never please God. You have to come out of the world, seek the things of the spirit. And he said that all of the things of the world are what the Gentiles seek. But he said, seek the kingdom of heaven. And all those things that they seek shall be added unto you. Alright. And so, now, one might say, well, Brother Rick, uh, words are easy to say, but how do you accomplish this? How do you accomplish living a life in the Spirit? Well, I'd like to remind you of something that Lord Jesus said to the disciples. When the small children came unto him, he told them, Suffer the children, and forbid them not, for such is the kingdom of heaven. You have to humble yourself to God and become obedient like a child is to their parents. An obedient child is the parent. You have to humble yourself to the Lord. Then, by submitting yourself to the Lord, then you can be subject to the Spirit. You can take hold of the things of the Spirit. And then 
through obedience, which is the linchpin to perfection. You can walk before God in perfection. Now, let me just read one more scripture to substantiate what I just said. This is found in, in Matthew chapter 18. How you must humble yourself before God. Listen to what the Lord said. I'm going to start right at the beginning. He said, at the same time came the disciples unto Jesus, saying, Who is greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And Jesus called a little child unto him and set him in the midst of them and said, Verily I say unto you, except ye be converted and become as little children, ye shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Become as a humble little child, obedient to the parents. Whoso therefore shall humble himself as this little child, the same is greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And so, in conclusion, let me say, to be born again, you got to be born of the water and the spirit. You got to go down in that water. You got to bury that old person and become a new person in Christ. And becoming that new person in Christ, it's not sufficient to just be baptized but then cling to the things of the flesh. But you, you've got to be, to be born again, you've got to take hold of the Spirit and walk like Lord Jesus walked. And to do that, humble yourself as a small child before God. Become obedient to Him, and then you can get the victory, you can overcome this world, and you can enter into salvation with God. You will keep God's commandments then. You will keep the testimony of Jesus Christ. And what does it say? Blessed are they that do his commandments, that they may have a right to the tree of life and enter into the city. So again, I want to thank you for allowing me this opportunity to speak and to testify. If you have any questions for us, feel free to send us an email. Uh, we will get back to you with our questions. Let me say, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that bringeth forth his fruit in his season, his leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. May the Lord bless you all. Amen.